Welcome to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. The energy of the dark feminine is rising. Are you ready to reclaim your power? Understand the power of the dark mother of creation in astrology, Lilith. It's time for the world to recognize the power of dark feminine energy and how you can use it to heal, transform, and create the magic in your own life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. I am here with Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon, and I am so excited. I love her work. I love everything that she does, and I love that she is a Scorpio. And of course, during Scorpio season, I needed to have Malika come on and talk to everyone. So Malika Harris is an author, astrologer, and creator of Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon. This is the first social media lifestyle brand solely dedicated to Scorpios with a focus on inner transformation and evolution. She has a sun, moon, and stellium in Scorpio with Venus in the eighth house. So this is where all the Scorpios who are listening can learn more about Scorpio energy and how to empower themselves. And today we're going to also talk about her current book, I'm Not Crazy, which I think is an amazing title, and it's dedicated to dismantling the negative stereotypes about Scorpios and how we can learn self-acceptance. Welcome, Malika. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you so much for joining us. I can't wait to dig into everything today. <laughs> yeah. So I like to always start with a little origin story with all my guests. So when and why did you start Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon? I started 2013, just kind of playing around with the idea because I've been on YouTube and I saw all these videos about Scorpios and people talking about things and having questions and the questions not getting answered in the way that they should. And the questions that were answered were by people who were not Scorpios, people who didn't really know what they were talking about. And I saw kind of like a little hole and I was like, I can fill this space. Now in the beginning, I didn't really know what direction I wanted to go towards, but I knew that I had the tools. I knew that I had the answers, put it that way. I was like, okay, I can fill the space. No one has filled the space yet. In fact, not only am I the first YouTube about Scorpios, I'm the first channel solely dedicated to one zodiac sign, period. Okay, so there was no one just talking about one specific sign. And so I kind of, as the years went by, I started seeing a space for that. But not just that, just seeing people email me with a lot of issues and like, I'm going through this, how can I do this? And we're all healers um, by birth, really, if we tap into that. And I saw a space of where, okay, you can use what you have to actually break yourself down and rebuild. So everything is from an astrological basis with a really a self-healing aspect to it. So a lot of people don't realize that they have certain powers. And when they do their, their charts, they're always focused on squares and oppositions and things that are wrong. And I'm like, okay, those things are there, but you're highlighting things that, you know, you can get through those challenges. Why aren't you focusing on all of these things? You know, and they believe the hype, they believe the words, they believe the gaslighting of all the things that others have said about them. And then it becomes their language. So I found that problematic. And as I too had to break down and rebuild, obviously, because I 
went through the journey. So I know where they're at. I completely know. Like, I don't get on YouTube making things up. I don't talk about things I don't know anything about. And I'm coming from a reference of like, I've been there where you are, period. So I already know where you're going to go. Okay. I know the rabbit hole. You're going to keep falling down and climbing out. I understand it from all angles. So step by step, I can guide you to get from A to point B, period. So a lot of your content, it's about empowering and healing mainly Scorpios and then people who have Scorpios in their life. Yes. So, you know, somebody actually mentioned this. I think they were like, oh, you know, why don't you bring in other Zodiac signs? They were like, it's kind of narrow to have just, just talk about Scorpios. And I said, you're incorrect because people have Scorpio bosses, Scorpio siblings, Scorpio parents, Scorpio friends. They're trying to get in bed with Scorpios. So we're, everyone's around us because we're the most popular, we're the most magnetic. So people, no matter what you do, we rule power Pluto. So you're always going to be in our lives. So it's for anyone who has a lot of Scorpio energy, who are Scorpios, who want to deal with Scorpios. In fact, a lot of my clients are people who are trying to have relationships with Scorpios. They're trying to have successful relationships. They're trying to get back with one. They're trying to whatever they're trying to connect. So it's actually for anyone who's in the vicinity of our energy period. I think that's really interesting that you say that. So like, let's just talk about astrology in general. How has that, or how has the practice helped you as a Scorpio stellium? Like what were some of the aha moments for you? How has it really changed your life? Well, that's interesting too. In my new book, I'm Not Crazy, A Scorpio's Guide to Embracing the Dark Side. A lot of astrologers, you know, even when you go online, you know, there's a lot that come out when they talk about Scorpios. Everything is like this dark, this possessive. You have this language and I'm a words person. I've always been a writer. So I connect with like, well, where's that coming from? Give me the cookie trail to how you even got to that. And so we go through astrology and even <laughs> with certain uh, professors, when they talk about us, they, they have all these things. You know, I even had someone say, this, you know, Scorpios represents AIDS. <laughs> it's just like all of, the, all of these words and all of these really volatile <laughs> and uh, dismantling type of energy and I'm like, okay, that's that's really interesting how that's just assigned to us. And so then you you skip all the powerful things, you know, you skip all of the passion, all the money, all the drive, all the magnetism, you know, all the transformation, the way we're able to literally burn our old selves and and rise from the ashes like no one else can do. We go through the the people don't understand how we go through so much and are able to come out unscathed and fabulous while they're hanging by a thread or <laughs> pulling someone's bootstraps. Like they can't do it. We're always the one to come in and build other people up. So through astrology, you know, I've had to really dive deep into the real essence of Pluto and Mars. And I go back to that. And I talk about that in my book of, about, you know, what does Pluto and Mars really mean in terms of how I grew up and how I had that energy and had to learn to embrace the, the force of Mars and that transformation of Pluto, that intensity, that 
ability to tap into my emotions and accept the fact that I'm a sensitive being and I can feel everything and how to use that, how to use that. I'm teaching people how to do that because they're afraid of that. They're afraid of the word, just the word sensitive is I'm not like it's a, it feels like an attack because you've been trained so much. And even in the astrology community, go on any YouTube video and you'll see them saying, Scorpios, you're so dark. You're so scared. First of all, the language has got to stop. Because I'm, who am I scaring? <laughs> At 126 pounds. Rah! Like, what are you talking? No, what are you talking about? Like, seriously, when I walk in a room, people are not afraid. They're like, ah, come sit here. That's not fear. And so it's interesting that, you know, even that's taught and I had to like, Step in and say, wait, that's not, not really what Pluto is. Pluto's not scary. I like Pluto. We like Pluto because what Pluto is, is, is purging out what's unnecessary. Okay, it's the toilet. Purge it out. Whatever, Whatever's not needed, it's renewal. So how is that a scary thing? That's something I want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, and people so, are afraid of their shadows. That's well, I love problem. my shadow, honey. But like in terms of being a Scorpio, the the fear that other non-Scorpios can feel, it's their shadow that they're that they're afraid of. And yeah. we're purging even just our presence. We may not be even be saying anything, but in that energetic presence, we're showing them something or purging something that has already been there. Mm -hmm. So if you're hating on Scorpios, you're just hating on yourself. That's what I say in the book. I'm like, you're you're you're, I'm showing you who you are. But the interesting thing about me is that I use other Scorpios as my mirror. And like I talk about, you know, the basis for my book Rise from the Ashes is that when I met my mirror person, I met a Scorpio that was the strongest that I've ever met. And he just turned the mirror. And of course, at that point when I had low self-esteem, I wanted to run off, but, but I stayed and got the lesson. And that's the most important thing. So everything I feared in him was just a, a you know, a reflection of my inner ugly that I needed to fix. You need to fix it, get rid of it or accept it. Those are your only options. And, you know, um, he showed me who I was on every aspect though. Not all of it was terrible. Some of it I love, some, a lot of it I hated. But, you you know, their fear is looking at themselves because we're going to show you that. And that's the most, That's a. I think that's a beautiful thing. I'm like, that's such a gift. Are you kidding me? Like, give me a Pluto person any any time of the day, you know, and bring them forth. I want to cleanse. I want to renew. I want to flush. Like, what is, what's the problem? What's the alternative, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think also speaking to your point about sensitivity, that's looked down upon our society because it's also a feminine quality. And mm -hmm. femininity is also kind of looked down on society, like emotion, yeah. intuition, sensitivity, I mean, it's a dark feminine sign and that those things have been demonized for forever. So, of course, people, they're like, oh, I'm not sensitive, but there's there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a superpower. <laughs> well, you know why they say that? And I talk about this in my book. I actually give the real definition of sensitivity. Sensitive doesn't mean that you're triggered to cry or you're triggered to emotions Sensitivity comes from the word senses, and that means that the ability to tap in to your different senses. So I tell people that having sensitivity is so powerful because 
you can not only tap into your own, but you can tap into others. And that's such a gift because I know walking in the room, who to stay away from, who to detach from, that's sensitivity. But I think in the traditional sense that people believe that the word means to that you're over emotional and that's not what it is. And so that's why they're so afraid of it. And that's why they're so turned off by it. And I had to break that down to many people. Also, people use that as an attack. And I talk about words that are used as a form of attack and um, people are like, you're so sensitive. And I'm always like, thank you so much. I can sense right now that you're full of shit. Appreciate that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my God, I, I love that. <laughs> I flip the script because they don't get it. They think I'm going to get offended when actually I'm I'm happy that you, you're aware that I know who you are. Yeah. Thank so you. this is a good segue into my next question. We're going to talk about each of the signs. Mm -hmm. And I really just want, I want to get your rundown yeah. on each of the Zodiac signs from a Scorpio's perspective. So, of course, we're going to start with the baby, Aries. And just what are, what are your thoughts on Aries? And yeah, let's just start from there. What did I, you know, in my book, Dating Scorpio, I went, I think, through every sign of Zodiac from, my, from a devil's perspective. Though, I, you know, I really don't have, I haven't had that much contact with Aries. I, I dated Aries Moon, my first boyfriend ever. And I will say that I appreciate their ability to direct themselves in the world in the way that they do. They're not cowards, and I can't stand a coward. That's one thing I can't stand is somebody who has no backbone, somebody who backs down. They will jump off a bridge and think about it later. They're always ready to go. They can fight their own battles. They have their backbone. They speak their mind. They're extremely direct. But then on the flip side, they're, they, they are too rash. They don't think before they uh, say things, they always have to backpedal. And not only that, I, they're so restless, like they, they're purely ruled by Mars. So they need that physical. Like if you've ever been around a double or triple Aries, they constantly like want to bump you. Like they, they need like, so, they need some type of force, like physical, like they're always pushing your buttons and it's usually in a physical way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas Gemini, it's all mouth with them. They're always like, you're just like, why, like, why are you doing that? <laughs> like, just stop, you know? And so I don't, I don't, I don't mind them, but I noticed with them. And I remember a couple of years ago, I met an Aries girl who was very Aries, very Mars uh, heavy that when I deal with them, and I noticed this with Mars relationships as well, that I have to do physical things. So I couldn't just sit down and have a conversation with her and be chill because she would always get competitive. So I was like, okay, that's not gonna work. So I'm a runner, so I would take her on long runs and she would be perfectly fine. It would be like the most blissful relationship. It's kind of like a puppy. You just like run them into the ground. <laughs> Cause she needed that release. Instead of just, she couldn't just chill because everything was competition. No, but this and that and that. I was like, you know what? I'm going right. <laughs> she would just be right and like happy. So I noticed that as well. And so with Mars relationships, I always have to direct that energy into something physical. I'm like, let's go mountain climbing. Let's go hiking. Let's go canoeing. Let You can't just chill on a beach with them and just, just you know, relax. Their energies, they always look for they always look for conflict because it's just how they're, they're made. They're, they're made to like do things and they're cardinal. So they need to be like always at 
fashion oriented. Yeah, that's so true. So what about Taurus? Now we get into, you know, the Zodiac signs go like this, don't they? The energy, right? Oh, I feel like I've talked to you about Taurus before, so I think I know what you're going to say. They're so slow. They're so slow and just stuck. And I mean, they're kind people. They're ruled by Venus. What, I mean, what do they do? They're not coming out fighting nobody. They just, you know, they're indulgent. They sit. They're very attracted to me for some reason. Yeah, you're a Scorpio. Yeah, they're very attracted to me in a sense, but I don't I don't date them or anything like that. I don't I don't like the very material aspect. Well, I mean we're a material sign too, but they're more I mean, the only way to get them out of bed is to say you're gonna give them some money. They will get dressed in a heart two seconds, their boots on, then they're the door money. You know what I mean? Like everything is kind of they they're driven by that, by like very material things. But they're just not they're not for me. I notice they're just too I think I'm. We're, we have too much passion for them. Like they're not driven in life by passion or anything. They're driven by just practical needs. It's like, okay, I have food, soap, and a toothbrush. You know what I mean? Like with me, I'm like, where's the rest? Like, you know what I mean? Like we, it's just something with them. Like they're kind people. Like I don't mind them. I really don't. I don't mind them, but I would never date one. I'm not screwing one. And you know, I keep them in a certain spot. I keep them in a certain, they're good for certain things. They're good for certain yeah. things. Yeah. How about Gemini? You know, it's funny. I actually have no problem with them. I know, I know how they are. I know that they are flaky and flaky isn't always a bad thing. Sometimes you just want a flaky per Like you don't, you're not taking it to heart like that. I know that with them, their tension span is, is the size of a peanut. And I know that they're mentally stimulated, so they don't want to go too deep. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes you deal with other zodiac signs, and you you're trying to pull from them something that they don't have, and it's pointless. So for me, learning everyone, I know how to deal with them. You know, Gemini's. You know, they attack with words. They, you know, they think they're the smartest thing in the room, and I don't mind. I let them think that. You know what I mean? If I need them for something. If I need them for something quick and I want something done or I want an idea really fast, boom, they're, they're the go-to. I swear, they can just pull shit out of the hat. Boom, 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 boom. And then they can detach from you and just go away. So that's the nice thing. They're not clingy. They're not on you. They're not expecting anything heavy. You know what I mean? You can sit there and talk five minutes and go on about your business. You know, so Gemini's, I don't take seriously, but if I need them for something mental, that's what they do. That's what they do. That's how I feel as well. Because you just, you just know what to expect. And I think it's Scorpios too. It's like once we we know or we read people, you're like, okay, I know what to expect. Right. Or when you get to more of an evolved state of being a Scorpio, you don't get wrapped up in it. You're just like, okay, like that's that's who you are. <laughs> like, yeah. That's what other Scorpios do. They're like, I'm mm -hmm. dating a Sag. And he, I'm like, why are you complaining? You're dating a Sag. Go date somebody. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want from them? <laughs> well, oh, you want a relationship? You want a, a loyal relationship from a Sag? Okay. Are your jokes on you though? I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. It's true. Yep. So, Cancer. I had one, and I find with them that 
I mean, I, I know their biggest fears, being uprooted. <laughs> That's like the worst thing you can do is pull the rug from under their feet. They cling to me very, very quick. I find myself having to get away from them fast because they think we're best friends right away. But it's just something like they just click the roots in, you know, like a tick. They get right under your skin and just try to, you got to burn them out. And so I, I think they have a nice nurturing, like I like the cancer energy. I like the moon energy. Remember my Mars is in cancer, my cancer seventh house. So I, I like that to see a little of that in men. I like their, they're very comforting. They're like the mom you didn't have, or maybe the mom you did have. I don't know. However, with them, they like you to get really comfortable. And then, <laughs> you know, people don't believe this about them, but they like to take over once they get comfortable for some reason. I've seen that in them. I see that, like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be in charge. I'm going to kind of set you up for this really comfortable mommy thing. And then after that, you can't go nowhere. Like it's either we all die or, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like to get rid I'm of laughing because I'm a cancer rising and I'm like, <laughs> there, has to, there has to be some, well, you know what? I'm going to do a video on the Corey Hardrick and, and Tia Mori situation. Oh, T. And she's a double cancer, Scorpio rising. And so we're, he's a Scorpio and we're going to talk about that, but I see it and I see in those relationships also, you know, I mean, it depends on the variation. Maybe you get one with a Leo moon, you have a little more fight in them and a little more independence, but for the most, most, yeah, like for the, but for the most part, like I, they're kind people, but I, I have to keep a certain separation with them. I have to, because very quickly I notice boom. And even if they don't, they'll try and flip it really quickly so that they can kind of see, like they'll do something to mess things up just to, just so that they don't get, feel like they're getting caught. Like they don't have, they don't have that, like that so much confidence like that. I think they need a lot of. Oh yeah. What's well, the crab? Yeah. They have yeah. a soft, soft core, but outside it's like, how can I protect myself? I need to feel stable. Which is fine, but you got to go in to get that. Like, how can I feel right. stable? I got to break myself down and rebuild so that no matter who I'm around, I'm good. Like, you're, right. who, I, who I am is not contingent upon other people. That's so that's, that's something for cancer to learn. That's that's like a life lesson. They don't, it's they a they life thing. They don't do it. They don't do it. So how about Leo? Leo squares Scorpio. I know. You know what? I'm the one of the only Scorpios who I like them. I like Leos. My closest friend was Sun and Moon Leo. Think about that. Two Sun and Mooners. We lived together years ago. But I think what it is in the beginning, there has to be a clear, like, boundary. Don't step on my toes. I'll let you have all the shine you want. I'm a stinger. I don't need it. I don't care about the spotlight. You could go and vogue down the street, sash, do whatever you need to do in order to be fly. I'll help you, too. You know what I mean? Like, Look, I'll boost you up. I literally have no problem with that. I like people to be fabulous. And once I know if that's your thing, go on and get it. Like, I, I'm the person, I will never have competition with somebody getting shine at all because I don't care about it, period. And so go on and do that. But in the midst, don't step on my toes. Don't try and diss me in order for you to be there because I'm going to give you that. But if you have a problem, now we got a problem. And so I think. With Leos, I have that understanding with them somehow. 
they get it. It clicks. Because I never really had no smoke with them. You know, with the women, they warm up really quickly. They're little cats. And they know, maybe they just know, I'm I'm like, go on, do, your, do what you do. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not jealous or none of that. Like, you know, um, also they have a backbone. I like that. They have fight tooth and nail for everybody. And they're very, very generous. They're very generous. You know, they'll give you their car. I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> I'm like, are you going to take that bus? <laughs> they'll give me their car keys. Like, yo, go ahead. You know, like open up their home. I won't even do that. You know, like they're really generous people. But I think their their thing is always needing to be in that authoritative kind of like position, which, you know, a lot of people just can't stand that. They can't stand it. Like, yeah. And a lot of the time it's a reflection of them, too. If, yeah. if you're you're that threatened by someone's shine, it's like, well, where's your your shine? Well, not just that. It's they want to compete for it. Do you see what I mean? And for me, I don't want to compete for it. So if there's a competition for it, then you got to, you got a problem, right? For me, it's like, go ahead out there and do what you do. Cause I know what I do behind the scenes. I know where the real power is and the real power is not seen or heard mm -hmm. on and, and, you know, do whatever. Go on, yeah. <laughs> but the oh, thing right. with video too, is it's like, uh, I mean, I have both, so it's like right. both things, which is like, you know, that's the square. It's fun. But with Leo, too, as long as you give them the appearance of, okay, you have the spotlight, here's your shine. Right. It's like it right. appears that way, and they're not, they, they don't have as much depth as with Scorpio to know, like, actually, no, you're, you, you're not right. the star of the show, but we'll right. let you think that you are so that yeah. you can just feel fulfilled, feel your shine. But meanwhile, there's another authority in the background. I'm okay with that too. Also, like, I'm not going to kiss your ass and I'm not going to fake flatter you, which they like. They don't care what kind of, all flattery is welcome with them. And I just won't do it. You know, I've had Leo say, oh, you didn't compliment me on my haircut. Like they're waiting for it. And I'm like, well, right now you're begging and then I'm a Scorpio, so I'm going to take that away from you automatically. Don't beg me for attention. Right. I will give you, I will tell you you look fly if you do. But don't beg me for it. That's one thing I don't like. But they need that. They need the whole Libra. Oh my gosh! And Libras will do it. That's why they love each other. Libras will fucking blow up your ass all day long. Oh, Libras love Leo. <laughs> all day long they'll do it. Yep. That's just what they do. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? But me, I, I, nope. I won't. I won't do it unless it's true. Unless I want to. You know what I mean? Unless it's true. Like I'm not gonna. You know, but I have no issues with it. Other people have so many problems with it. I can't stand Leo. I'm like, because you're looking for something that they can't give you. Mm -hmm. Or they want the shine and they're pissed that they're not getting it. Right. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah. So Virgo, this is actually surprisingly one of my least faves energy, <laughs> energetically. I yeah. think they're my favorite <laughs> earth sign. Mm-hmm. Because the authoritativeness of Capricorn is not working for me. And the Taurus, the really material, slow, really stubborn is not working for me either. So Virgo's kind of in the middle if you can ignore their critiquing because that's all they do. They look for problems. They're the best editors if you want to get a Virgo. 
Because they ain't looking at your book. They ain't read shit. They read that commas in the wrong place, the periods in the wrong, this is in the wrong. Go ahead, go ahead and edit, honey. But they, they're usually messy. And that's why they go outside and start fixing other people. But I was raised so by true. my mother's a Virgo, honey. She's as critical as they come. And, you know, I, once you learn yourself, you understand that that's just a projection and you don't take it seriously. You don't take it personal. Like I tell people, whatever you say is not really, it's not from me. It's not personal. You didn't make me so you can't break me. You didn't build me up. So you, you can't do anything to me. You have no access to my feelings. You can't hurt me. Nobody can. And so I understand that with them. But they're clean. They will show up on time, honey, early. They'll be outside, park the hour early. <laughs> you know, they get stuff done. They rule a six house. Of I mean, like, they're givers. They're servers. They're here to, like, oh, how can I help you? They're not looking for no shine. They're not looking for you to blow smoke up their ass. They don't want to be in the spotlight. They're not competitive. You know, they just want to do good work. It hurts them to mess something up. So they work really hard at things, which I can appreciate. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's, there's a different energy from them. So I don't mind Virgo. I don't mind one. I'm not going to date one, but I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> moon is, moon is, isn't bad for me. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the sun rising that's like can be. Because it's extra. Rising is extra, though. That's like. It's like right in your face. Yeah. It's super. Yeah. So uh, Libra, the scales. Well, I grew up with two Libras. Uh, I have a sister who's a sun and moon. We're all sun and moons in my family. So sun and moon Libra, sister and brother. My sister is as Libra as you can get. Like moon, Mercury, everything. She's the flakiest person that I've ever met. And we've all accepted that. Like, we know how she is. She's like, I'm going to pack my bags. and I'm coming to visit right now. I'm at the train station. And then you don't hear from her for three years. Like, three years later. Oh, yeah. Three, like, full years. <laughs> three full years. And she does that with every situation. You're like, oh, okay. Well, when are you going to do this? Oh, I'm going to do it tomorrow. Watch. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to go right to the office. I'm going to pick my outfit out right now. And then a month later, you don't hear from her. Like she, she, they, and this is not typical, like Libra, like, I'm not saying that they all run a button, but, but just having so much air, she's not attached to anything, all except relationships. She's a serial monogamous. She cannot be single. She's never been single in her whole life. She has to have somebody there, no matter what that relationship is. She has to have somebody there, but she's airy. She's in her head. She talks a lot. You get on the phone with her, you get in about two words. And she's always doing something. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And she don't want anybody to be mad at her. She can't stand arguing. She can't stand fighting. You know, that extra Venus. They can't stand it. They can't stand conflict. They will lie just to make amends. Oh, I did it. I say blah, blah, blah. Or anything that they can create in a second just to get out of a situation, you know. And so I, I don't, I don't really, I never had really had Libra friends. I think I believe we're Mercury, so I can talk that talk <laughs> and I use it really well, you know, other than that, I'm not, I'm not close to them. I know that they're like that, you know, that's so Libra. That's wild. This is like the description to a T like but if, you, if you get most people just know Libras, but if you grow up with like sun and moon, Mercury, Venus, like a, somebody who embodies all of that, you can see all this stuff. 
Like, you're just like, wow, you're just so fl- flaky. Like, and it's okay for them. Yeah. It's okay to just like float like that and, and charm. She's very charming. People love the, she will blow smoke up your ass and then, and then leave. And then 10 years later, she's like, oh, hey. It's like your best friend. <laughs> it's like, I haven't seen happened. You're like, oh, wait, that was 10 years ago. Like, <laughs> Ooh, Libra. So Scorpio, let's just pause and, and talk about the energy between Scorpios. Like what's the vibe? Um, it depends on where you are in your Scorpioism and where you are and who you are. Because I get people in my comment sections who cannot stand Scorpios. They're like, I can't stand other Scorpios. And it's interesting. And I always have to highlight them. And I, I call them out as well. Um, for the purpose of giving them something, giving them some tools. I'm not here to shame and I'm not here to do any of that. I'm here to transform. So I always say, if you don't like other Scorpios, there's something in your personality that you have not accepted that you don't like that's being reflected back. And so usually they'll say something along the lines of, I can't stand other Scorpios, too competitive, too intense, power struggles. Ooh, let's stop right there. Who's in a power struggle? And why are you struggling for power? You're born with power. You don't have to struggle to get it. You don't have to struggle to get any power. Who are you struggling for power with? Because it's not them. That's you. Competitive? You're talking, I tell, show people why, where they're talking about themselves. I'm like, this is what I want you to do. I want you to replace the word Scorpio with I. And then you have all your answers. But people aren't bold enough to do that. Replace that with I. Replace them with I. And that'll show you what energy you're bringing forward. Because I get down with Scorpios, period. I already know where we're coming from. I don't have to worry about anything with them. I got a second guess like, oh, I bet. You know what I mean? I know where the boundaries are. Right? Yep. It's same. Yeah. So what's the problem? Like, I don't, you know, people like that, they're, and also they've taken on words from others. I can tell. I'm like, you've adapted other people's language right then and there. Like, what are you, what are you struggling with? You know, it's like, we always fight it. What do you mean we? Because it takes two people to fight and I'm not fighting. So if you're sitting there swinging by yourself, shadow boxing in the air, like, what are you doing though? Do you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. Are you fighting? What do you mean we? Take out, dismantle that a little bit. Who's the we? So you're yelling and you're starting shit. Why aren't you looking at yourself? Why are you doing that? Yeah. What are you threatened by? What are you afraid of in the mirror? Afraid of themselves yes. and their own transformation, their own internal growth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. That's the problem. So let's chat about Sagittarius. We mentioned Sag a little bit. I was raised by one. <laughs> Your uh, father? or father he was very very sad even though he had a capricorn moon he was very sad he floated around he couldn't he couldn't even eat the same thing in a week like you know how people repeat meals no mm-mm. and he needed a lot of space driving was his favorite thing like driving out in big open spaces and like going somewhere and traveling somewhere and like everything had to be kind of different and new and you know and so with them I wouldn't form close relationships with them because you're not, as a Scorpio, I'm not going to get what I need. And they're not going to get what they need from me. 
they're not deep feelers. They're not bonding signs. They don't want that. They're very good with Aquarius. They need a lot of space. And space meaning like they need, they're not really emotionally attached to anything. They don't create, I don't think they create relationships in that way. You know, they like a lot of people. They're extremely social. Too social for me. Because I always think the more people you know, the more my business can go. I'm like counting people that my business can go through. And they, they like the world. They want to be, they're everybody's, you know, everybody. And we don't like that. We're more intimate. That's the thing. Scorpions are more intimate. Like, keep our shit right here where it belongs. And for them, they're like, oh, let me invite them. And my, my friends and my this is too much. They're big, like Jupiter. And so that, that for that, you know, I can hang out with them. Like, I know they're social. They'll bring, like, 15 people or something like that. Like, you have to really use them for what what they are. Also, they're not stuck in their heads. Like they're they're wide thinkers. Like they always see the thing which is nice. So they're not the one to sit there and stay stuck in one thing, you know. I mean Yeah. And uh let's move on to Cap. Capricorn. People think I would attract them because I'm a tenth houser and I have a Capricorn rising, but I actually I actually don't they're they're okay they the opposite of cancer they're all about everything they do is about hierarchy and business and so they conduct their lives in that way being ruled by saturn they could be very closed off saturn makes you insecure it does mm. it makes your personality it's like be humble i hate the word humble i hate all that stuff but I know how it is because I sat in square everything. My son doing all that stuff. So when I was younger, I was very toned down. And it makes you insecure. It makes you, it brings you down. Saturn's like a hater planet. Um, and so Capricorns, you know, they're just, all they care about is like work, 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 work. That's like their kind of their identity. And that's how they prove themselves. And that's everything that they are. So it's just like when you start getting like intimate and soft, like they, it seems like they can't shut that off. It's like they they have a coldness because Saturn is kind of cool and it's detached and it's more authoritative. It's more like, well, I know how to love in this way. You know what I mean? Like that type of thing, you know? So mm-hmm. I don't, they, they have a little bit too much detachment for me. They're nice people to be around. They're very, they're very, um, they're very pleasant because they're, you know, Capricorn is kind of the goody two shoe. They like want to be mild. And- um, they are like they 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 put that front, but yeah, yeah. it is. We do have a what is it? Um, the sea goat is there, or the well mountain mountain goat, sea goat. That's their symbol, and I like there's a little like horny goat. <laughs> right, but also like they. Because they have structure, because they have discipline. Oh, this lighting. Is this light? I'm like in the window. It's like messy. Oh. So much. Because they have structure, discipline, and they're very stable, people see them as somebody like, like I have a Capricorn rising. So when I grew up, everybody saw me as mild, man. Like they they stay controlled. So you don't never see them like, ah, like messy because they need everything to be their energy is more like controlled. I got this. I'm stable. They're in authoritative positions, so they don't they don't fall apart. And this is what I mean by like kind of like goody two shoes. Like people see them and they're like, oh, they know what they're doing. 
they, you know, it's that whole thing. And so if you're talking about an intimate relationship where you're not like that, like, you don't, what, who's authoritative in the, like, you're laying in the bed, like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like a lot of them, they, that's who they are. So it doesn't turn off. It's kind of like, I'm going to yeah. love you in a way that I'm just going to do this, this, and that. And you and you may need something else. You know what I mean? Like I need something else. I don't need a father, another father. Yeah. And with being with them, it's like having another father. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like I, that's not what I want. I had I had a father, and you know they kind of take that. They're very good with Pisces. You know, because mm, Pisces you like someone to like reel them in. Father. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. And Cancer. Cancer like that as well. So Aquarius. I don't de- I don't deal with them much either. They're okay. They're very floaty. And, you know, I like the humanitarian of them. And that we know that I have a lot of Aquarius. Everything conjuncts Uranus with me. My son, my moon, my Mercury, my MC, everything. So they're very human. I love that. I love people who care about the planet. I can't stand somebody who's like, that's their problem. I'm like, no, it's all of us. We're all here. Like, stop playing. But also, I don't try and get deep with them. They don't do this. They're very afraid of that. They are like, we are all friends. We are all equal. We are all this. Everything is we, 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 we. And so I don't even mess with them on that court. You know what I mean? I have a five-minute talk, and they go on about their business. Like, you know what I mean? So you know, I like them, but I don't I don't get intimate with them. I, yeah. ha- actually, I had a Aquarius friend when I was, like, 13, and it just... We tried, honey. <laughs> yeah. We tried. It's the detach, the detach yeah. for me. It's not like I don't like it. It's just, right. yeah, you accept it for what it is. And if it's not in alignment. They're very detached. Sure. Yeah. It's the opposite from Leo. So it's the right. opposite of that warmth. Yes. And generosity and loyalty. It's like. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Thank you for listening to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. I would love for you to check out my free horoscopes now offered in our editorial section, The Coven. I also invite you to join our mailing list to receive a free gift, an alchemist's guide to Black Moon Lilith. I also want to mention my beloved tribe, Black Moon Lilith Collective, and that it's open all year long now for enrollment. You can learn more about these beautiful offerings by heading to LilithAstrology.com. So what exactly is Black Moon Lilith Collective? Well, this is my exclusive online streaming platform and community dedicated to elevating and empowering the collective through astrology, alchemy, and the esoteric arts. This content features in-depth video horoscopes, community, workshops, and more. So we dive deeper than your typical astrology app. Not only does this include content from me, but we also have an amazing panel of expert practitioners contributing each month. I hope to see you in the tribe. So the end of the line, Pisces. We know. They're they're like my biggest fans. (laughs) They're my biggest fans. Oh, I have a double Pisces sister. Yeah, that's how everybody treats her too. Like, um, like everybody, feels, everybody talks down to her like that. They feel sorry for her, and she's a floppy mess like that. You know, they they need they have no direction. They're all they're easily influenced, and that pisses me off. 
you know, I don't, I don't know where the word self-sacrificing comes in. I guess that Neptunian energy of like the delusional, like, you know, I'm going to love you to the end because Neptune is like the higher octave of Venus. So it's just like, ah, you know, and I don't know that that's something to be praised. It's always praised. You know, I don't like the word self-sacrifice because I, I'm the opposite spectrum of self-love. I'm not sacrificing me for you. And so with them, it's like they get into these situations where it's like, eh, and then it's like, and now it's the blame game. I don't know. I don't, I have a, you know, I had a couple of Pisces friends growing up. Not many people are shocked. They're like, oh, you're Scorpio. I'm like, no, I really don't mess with them like that because um, I like a lot of power and they don't exude it in the way that I need them to. They have their own power, like being artistic and being Mother Teresa and all that. That's wonderful. Don't work at a nursing home, honey. But I need something else. I need backbone. I need people to stand up for themselves. I need people of power players. Get in the forefront. You know what I mean? Don't break down and have me trying to coddle you back into position. I I, I don't really have relationships with them like that. I think I'm, I'm too much. Too much, you know? And and they're not as loyal as people think they are. They're mutable. They're all over the place. Like, mutable is the least. People don't get that. I'm like, no, they kind of just, like, they need a backbone. That's why they're always with Capricorns, mostly, or stronger people. They rely on Scorpios. You'll see them with, you know, like, they need someone behind them so that they don't fall off the bridge, you know? But they'll never admit that. They come, they blow up my comment section. Oh, I'm so powerful, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that's why you're here, darling. Well, you wouldn't be saying that if you were. <laughs> and wasting time in the comment section, if you were, you'd be doing something else. <laughs> They're like, I'm strong. I have a backbone. I'm like, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> like, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I do like Pisces, but like you're saying, it's the mutable energy. It's just yeah. like, yeah, the too much. I think the self-sacrificing about Pisces is... It's a shadow because that's not something anyone should be doing. I think it's a very Neptunian. But it's praised. Thing. It's People not. Like, it shouldn't oh, be. Give, give. We're taught that. Give to others. And meanwhile, you're living in a, an abandoned building. You know what I mean? Like they, they even come to me with that. They're like, I give everything, and they still left me. I'm like, well, they like the drama though too. They want someone to feel sorry for them, like. Ooh like coming with a sob story like that it's like yeah i could get into it i know some pisces <laughs> but you know they are water but mutable water it's it's pisces is the ocean whereas scorpio we're fixed like yeah. we're the most solid out of the water signs so yeah. that's it's just very different still just because we're both water doesn't mean we're cut from the same cloth right they think so though so let's move on from the other signs. I just wanted to get your perspective on them. But in terms of the biggest misconceptions about Scorpio that your book addresses, what, what are they? Well, there's so many. And the importance is, is not even how other people see you. It's how you see yourself. I'm all, I come from the center of self. And so mainly, you know, labels with there's so many words that that we're attached to and i actually blame this a lot on like an astrology community because i hear astrologers who've been practicing like 30 40 years still connect all these words you know of dangerous and narcissist and 
crazy and unstable and mean and violent and like all these different things. And so it's like, so now once you have that and it gets repeated, you know, that's kind of what the connecting factors are. So my, my concern is not how others see you, it's how you see you. So if you start inflicting yourself with this language, not knowing what it is and what I do, and I'm not crazy, is I kind of go step by step through what these things are. I talk about the language of where crazy began, you know, in, in, in the mental health community where it's a word to describe someone that who they couldn't put a label on their behavior because it was maybe unorthodox. So they got put in a little box and then we go through all the mental languages like narcissist, which kind of blew up within the past 10 years. Everybody's a narcissist now and all these other different things. And so I think just like the people who comment and they say, I don't like Scorpius because this, that, and the other, they're adapting this kind of persona anyway, not even realizing, not even knowing what they're talking about. You know, also, you know, words like antisocial, which has nothing to do with your ability to make friends or be social. Actually, asocial is the correct word. Antisocial disorder is actually a mental issue that is related to sociopath. And so when I see people mislabel themselves and start taking on, these are misconceptions, really, because they're taking in, taking them on themselves. You ever hear somebody call themselves antisocial? Yeah. Like, wait, you have a full-blown disorder. What medication are you on? Oh, I'm not. I just like don't like being around people. Okay, well, you're using the wrong language. And I, I, whatever comes after I am is who you are. That is your whole life. So there's many misconceptions, and it's because of the language. That's what it is. Absolutely. And I think that a lot of people don't realize with astrology, yes, there are 12 signs. Yeah. Each sign has its own shadow and its own ascended version of itself. So there's no such thing as a bad sign or a good right. sign. Right. And I think it's all relative. Like if you ask a Gemini what, you know, the same question I just asked you, right. that list will be very different. So everyone meshes, everyone has something to lend to the collective. Right. And I think everyone has their own mission to lend to the collective. And I think with Scorpio, ours is one of transformation and transformation can be, uh, people can really look down on it and hate it because yeah. they don't want to change. People don't like change. Our sign rules change and humans love things that are familiar or they, they don't want to look at their shadow because they don't want to see the ugliness within themselves. So I think that's why people don't like or hate us or the, all these things are associated with us because of that. Well, there's like also, you know, tiny intricacies as well. And so I tell them, if you want to go back to astrology, let's break everything down and don't just start adding stuff from the outside. Don't never just pull in words and take them on. So we can just start with the fact that we're ruled by Pluto and Mars. And once you dismantle that, those two signs are the sign of destruction in different ways. Okay. Mars is explosive, um, but Pluto is the higher octave. So Pluto is the purging, destroying, and re the renewal. And that's our life cycle. Like we all we all transition to non-physical and then there's new life, okay? We, we go right back to where we came from. And so if people can just look at that and then look at the fact that we're fixed and the fact that we're water and that we're by the eighth house, everything is separate. And I think they just mesh everything around. And you know, you, you can't do it that way. You have to really break it down 
and then you'll see all of the parts, you know, you'll see all the parts, but you know, when everybody comes with jealousy and this, that, and the other, I mean, if you have Mars square Venus, that could be jealousy. That could be, <laughs> you know, competitiveness and ugliness with, with a lot of things. So it's like, everything's not come from the Scorpio realm. They just throw it in. They just dump it in there for some reason because they don't know. They don't know any better. Yeah. And I think also looking at if you're not a Scorpio sun or it's not prominent in your chart, looking at where you have Scorpio can tell you about yourself in, in that light as well. Exactly. Exactly. People don't even know what that is. So do you consider, I feel like we talked about this on past collabs, but so I'm a Scorpio selling as well with sun. Do you believe that if you have to be a Scorpio sun to truly hold that power or if you're Scorpio rising, what I feel power? like every millennial is like, I've got Pluto and Scorpio and it's like, boo, that's an outer planet. Like unless it's conjuncting something or like, congratulations, you want a cookie, <laughs> you know, um, what power are they looking for? I always talk about intentions and where, what, what are you seeking? What are you talking about? First of all, what power, you know, uh, having Pluto and Scorpio, great. That means everyone who grew up with you were, were, were going, fighting for transformation, getting renewal, going deeper, figuring things out, purging things out, pulling back the rug, discover, you know, it's all of you guys, right? Um, and I tell them if it, your aspects are not connected with your personal planets, you know what I mean? Then we can just see that for what it is. And, and I think people who ask that question are looking for a certain power from Scorpio. They're, they're seeking that. They want that. They want to be connected to all the things that they're scared of. They want to be connected to all the things they make fun of. They want to be connected to all the things that they put in that, that little hole. Yet somehow it's so magnetic that they want a piece of it. And so if someone does, someone is a riser, someone is strong Pluto, Pluto, conjunct Mars, conjunct Sun, things like that. Use that for what it is. That Pluto conjunct your sun doesn't turn you into a Scorpio no more than my sun conjunct Uranus makes me an Aquarius. They don't understand the, the pieces that they automatically think Pluto means Scorpio and it does not. Okay. That's just a part of it. That doesn't turn you into it. So yes, you're going to have, if you have Pluto conjunct your sun, you're going to be power driven. Right. You probably know powerful people. You probably get that money. You probably involved. I do. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And Mercury, yeah. But somebody yeah. who's a Libra sun conjunct Pluto is going to have a different energy, aren't they? Yep. Right? They're still a Libra. I, what I explain to people is that your sun sign doesn't change. It doesn't go anywhere because it's in the eighth house, because it's conjunct Pluto. And you know what's interesting? No one... And Mars is traditionally ruler of Scorpio, right? Because Pluto was founded in 1930. So Mars is the traditional ruler. Not one person, and I know you haven't had this as well. If they have a conjunction to Mars, they never think, ah, I'm a Scorpio. I'm, Scorp I'm Scorpion. Mm -hmm. Do they ever? No. It's always Pluto, which is, which is ironic. I'm like, you're not even thinking about what you're saying. Because I, I, you know, I have my Mars uh, trines everything. My Sun, Moon, like I have uh, Pluto and Mars trining my personal planets. But 
people who have that energy to Mars, they never connect that with Scorpio. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, you have a sun conjunct Mars, but all of a sudden you're not a Scorpio though. What's wrong with you? Have Mars conjunct your ascendant. What happened? What happened to now I'm a Scorpio? They wait for Pluto and then they try and make that match, which is incredible. I always call, I always bring that up. I'm like, well, how come you're not connecting this? What's going on? It's just they want that. They want the power of that. They want it. It's interesting because in general, the dynamics, people who have power, there's always going to be haters or people that want to siphon it. And that's what I kind of equate it to. Because also with like saying like eighth house, you're like, oh, I have sun in the eighth. And it's like, okay, well, you, what do you have like sun in, in Leo in the eighth? That means that's complete. That does nothing to do with being Scorpio. Right. Because your sun doesn't change. It's, it's like not astrology. It's not correct. I mean, not that, you know, I hate to get into like technicalities and, and everything, yeah. but it's not correct astrology. Like, no, it's, not it's, right. it's like me being born in China and yeah. really thinking that I'm Chinese by nationality, but guess what? We still black over here. Go look, didn't change. The, the African roots didn't change. But I'm in China. When did I turn Chinese? You know what I'm saying? They, they, yep. they, don't, they don't understand that. And a lot of people don't really study to the extent that we do. I guess they don't. You know what I mean? So they look something on Google or they, you know, they don't, they don't really know. It, just the fact that they said that, that you can tell that they don't know. You know what I mean? They're like, oh... And someone told me I wasn't a real Scorpio. They were like, oh, sun and moon is the weakest type of Scorpio. <laughs> They're like, that's not even powerful. Wait, what? <laughs> They're like, I have a rising and Pluto in the first house. That's stronger. And I, I'm just, I, like, you can't even talk to people like that because you know, it, they don't, they don't, you know, it's like talking to a two-year-old who's like, your rising isn't even the core of your soul. It, and it also falls away after like an hour with someone. It's, it's, it's the right. hell. <laughs> they don't understand that either because, and there are astrologers too, who are on YouTube, who are telling these people that I actually have a book. I don't know if you read Cunningham, her books. She, I mean, she's very good, but she is a, a, and I think I was talking about this with who I'm studying with now at NCGR, but, um, she has a whole book called, what is it called? Something about being Pluto, Pluto energy. And she considers herself Plutonian. And I actually looked up her chart and she doesn't have any like Scorpio placements. I think she had, has Pluto on the ascendant. And I'm like, wait, how did you become a whole Plutonian? I don't know. For me, I just can't, I don't, I don't understand that whole, like you have one aspect and then now your whole world is, you know, your ascendant is not who the core it's not your individuality it's not your vitality it's not it's not who you are it's certainly not who you're reaching for not you know it's it's not i don't know why and and a lot of astrologers make that confusing they're like telling yeah. people this why are they telling people that yeah like i've i've like in, like introduced myself like oh i'm a scorpio if, if it's another astrologer just over the years and i've had people be like oh i'm a libra sun in the eighth house and i'm like what does that have to do with <laughs> like she in China, <laughs> like yeah, what? I'm Sun, Mercury, and Pluto and Scorpio. Like that's the re that's real shit, you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like I, I think it's really interesting, and I, I wanted to talk about this because it's not proper astrology, and I want everyone to know. Yeah. you've got to pay attention to the signs separately from the houses. Yeah. 
and the angles, it, yes. the signs are different. It's, yes. it's, you can't, you can't say, oh, cause something is in the fifth house that you're a Leo. Actually I have a fifth house son. And my, I mean, yeah, I'm a Leo moon, so I can actually be like, yeah, I have pretty big Leo energy, but Scorpio sun in the fifth, that's not. No one would, no one would take you for Leo. That's not Leo. No one would take you for Leo. No, Period. no, not at all. So right. definitely want everyone to know that. But I don't think they do that though. It's not prominent for people to claim that they have sons in the other houses and take them on only when it's in the eighth house. Yeah, I'm right. Only when it's with Scorpios, because no one gives a shit about having their son in the third house. No one says, ah, I got a son in the third. No one talks about that. If it's in the eighth, it is a grand, like, you know, you better, you know, it's like a big production. It's to let us know that I have some of that power, which goes back to, you know, I tell Scorpios how powerful you are. Like you have no idea how how many people want what you have. Just look. You don't. You can just sit back and look at people always claiming they got Plutonian energy, always wanting to be eighth house, always you know, always throwing that out there. I'm like, wow, that's so. It's so much, you know. Yep. So much. Mm -hmm. And like nobody's like, I got sun in the six. I'm a Virgo. Never. never. They would never. They would never. Like no one's like beating, beating down Virgo's door. Like I want to be you. And it's like never. No. And they would never talk about having the Virgo rising or any of that. But when Scorpio rising, it is such a big like, you know. There's channels now that are like Scorpio rising, and everything is about like how much they go through. Which I'm not denying. It's on the forefront. So clearly, you're going to track all those things. You have to. It's out there. It's what you put out there. You know, do I not, I talk about my uh, upbringing in, in my book because I have a Capricorn rising and I had a lot of authority in my house. I had to be responsible. Those are all the things that come with. Also, I'm a 10th house or my son is there. So I'm meant to have a lot of responsibility. Okay. You know what I mean? And so that was projected onto me. I was the responsible child. Okay. Just like a Scorpio rising is going to be the one who deals with all the fucking flushing of the family. They're going to have to deal with all the whatever the turmoil is or whatever the, the transformation is. And so of course, if that's on the forefront, but like, that's not your whole life, you know, behind the scenes, who are you? You know what I mean? Who are you when you're comfortable? Who are you when you're in love? Who are you when you're, who's the person your family knows? You know, they're not walking around their house with the, that Scorpio energy like that. They're not. I know they're not. And I don't even have a camera in there. I don't even have the surveillance and I know they're not doing that. Well, rising is not who you are at home. Right. But they try and, I don't know who they're trying to convince. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> you know, but they're trying to say that that's their whole, you know, story. And I'm like, no, it's really not. Yeah. It's not. No, it's important to really know yourself, you know, it really, who you are yeah. and not try to claim other energies just to know who you are. And that's the most healing part of astrology, I think. Right, and highlight those energies. So that's what I do in my master chart reading. I'm like, I tell them the powers. I'm like, Leo, you got to stop with all that stuff. This, you can become so much with this. You have to do it. You have to yeah. focus. Where your lenses is what's important. You keep talking about this and that or trying to become that. They're like, oh, but what about this? I see Scorpio in my fourth house of this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> We're done. We're done. 
So actually, I do want to talk a little bit about, because we are in the middle of the Scorpio eclipse cycle, just like with this season coming up, because we've got an eclipse coming up. What are just some things that you're, uh, you want to pay attention to as a Scorpio or just like what are like the big transformational moments that you've experienced and just some advice for everyone? Well, I've been seeing it. I've been seeing a lot of purging going on and a lot of people just getting rid of, getting rid of things that are so unnecessary in their lives. Relationships are going because Scorpios are, we're a relationship sign. People forget that. I'm like, we deal with other people's things. We're eighth house. Okay. Um, I'm seeing a lot of purging out. I've been purging out. And even so more now than ever, like, um, like even in the beginning, when I see something that's got to go, like, I just notice I'm like, nope, out of here. There's no chance. There's no, you know, it's more clear. It's more clear. And with all the divorces going on, there's a ton load of divorces. People are getting kicked out of their homes. People are getting evicted. People are leaving. I see that purge happening. I see all of the things that are just like, no, this has got to go. You need to make space and, and build from the ground up. I'm feeling that heavily. Look at it. I mean, literally, if you look in social media between now and a couple of months, you're going to be seeing so many more breakups. Scorpio. Breakups, oh, yeah. By the way, or, or people with strong Scorpio energy. You're going to see it. I mean, oh, yeah. Look at all these people. These Scorpios have been like, nope. I'm out of here. I'm gone. Flush down the toilet. Everybody's getting out. And so um, also with me as well, like not just purging people, but like old things that were just lingering. And I'm like, oh, we're not doing that. Let's start something new, like not being afraid to like really take another avenue or transform a situation, taking that and taking it somewhere deeper, going somewhere else with it. You know, like my four books, like I was like, oh, four books in one year. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> but taking all of the traumas that I had since birth and with creating, I tell people, turn your pain into something. While you're talking so much, you could type, be typing while you're talking. Talk to yourself in the mirror. Stop wasting that. Stop wasting your words. Don't argue with me. Don't get to my comment section. I'm not your therapist. And I don't care. Furthermore, when you turn off your phone and shut your computer, you still got to look in the mirror at your damn mess, your hot ass mess, all the problems you got. You still got them, no matter what I say. I so say, you got so much to say, do what I did. So I got a lot to say. I got four books to prove it. <laughs> yeah. Three audio books and a documentary. Like, you know, this is what I'm saying. Taking all that and, and transforming it into something. You know, That's really what this this nodal axis is, is saying, the Scorpio South node. And then we've got Taurus the creation end of it. So yeah. now it's like, we're all creating space yes. for that creation to actually come right. through, monetizing it, yep. creating abundance with it, creating beauty with it. That's the practical part of it, taking that energy and doing, and people, they're not, it's not clicking, you know? I'm like, I got so much to say, drop an album. You know what I mean? Like, when's your next HBO show? Like, what are you doing with that, though? It's well, most of the time, the people that are in the comment section, I, okay, this is anecdotal. It's probably not everyone that's up in comment sections, but they're not doing anything to lend to the collective. Like, I have people in my comment section, and I'm like, when was the last time you wrote a book? When was the last time you created your own page? 
when was the last time you've sang a song or did something to actually change the world instead of complaining about something that you're not even contributing to. Right. <laughs> so most of the time it's people who aren't even contributing anything. Okay. It starts with the mind. It starts with your belief system. Yep. Completely, completely agree. And I think also what's funny is a lot of those people probably then take one of your courses or they keep watching and then actually go through the transformation. Like, you know what? She was right. So it's like people want to fight first when there's something that triggers them. Yes. But it's like, is it triggering you into action to actually changing right. it? Right. Exactly. And I, you know, I, I get a lot of people who do the work, but then I also get people who five years later are talking about the same thing. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I can't help you because you're not ready. And I'm not going to sit here with you for five years. No, that means you haven't been, obviously you haven't been doing the work. You haven't, you know, you're with the same guy for five years. Who's the problem? I don't know what to tell you. Or even like if you're in a job you don't like, or you're living somewhere you don't like, or you're in a, some sort of life situation you don't like, if it's like over and over and over and years and years and years, like you, something's got to give. You have to really initiate change yourself. Right. But then they come to us and they're like, but Pluto's transiting this right now. And it's like, honey, if Pluto's transiting that, it, it takes 200, 248 years ago. It's going to be transiting that next year and the year after that. So look, yeah. get comfortable where, wherever Pluto is. It's in my first house, and that's obvious. Because <laughs> we've done some transiting. We're almost done. You're almost done. <laughs> I'm like, it's been in my first house forever. So, like, that's your excuse. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, get comfortable because it's going to be there. It's going to be there. So now what are you going to do? You know what's interesting too that I, I want to mention before before we wrap things up, but Pluto, not only is Pluto destruction, death, all that, you know, rebuilding, mm -hmm. but people forget Pluto is, I mean, you kind of mentioned it a little bit before, Pluto is hidden wealth and oh, underground wealth. Oh, like Pluto is an archetype. Oh. He was a single, you know, male archetype he was the god of the underworld and back in those days it wasn't demonized like you know the devil and satan and all this stuff he was that was his job but he was the richest god and he was quiet about it he wasn't like jupiter running all over the place like wealth abundance blah, blah, blah. he's like i've got so much money yes <laughs> i haven't said anything about it but you know it's whatever so pluto transits aren't just like hard and arduous if you are actually using them the way that I they are supposed mine. to be used. Mine's been great. Mine's fabulous in the first house. What? Oh, I'm no. looking forward to Pluto. Pluto's going to go into my eighth. I'm looking forward oh, to that. That's comfortable. <laughs> I have Pluto conjunct sun. It's like not, Pluto transits can't scare me. Oh, yeah. I know. But that's why I mentioned it because it's like I want people to get out of their minds about just Scorpio being about death and destruction because it's only about that too. If there's something that needs to be purged in your life, that's not in alignment. But look at us. Um, we rule other people's money. We, we make people rich. Look at Chris Jenner. Yeah. Are you serious? Honey, she's been dropping from birth. She's meant to everything she touched gets money. There's a reason why Scorpio is it in percentage wise out of the world leaders. Mm -hmm. Bill Gates is a Scorpio. Just Joe Biden it. is a Scorpio. Just that Leo. <laughs> I know it's like who left who. I'm like, ah, 
Usually it's a Scorpio that runs for their life. I'm sick of that shit. He got his money and said, let me go do something else. I mean, that's what we do. We are about money. But we can bring someone else up. And we usually do. You get with us, all of a sudden, you're at a Fortune 500 company coming from a hot dog stand. Oh, I wouldn't even touch you at a hot dog, for those who do. (laughs) For those who get men who work at the hot dog stand. You know, next thing you know, they're building all this stuff. Because our mind, the way we... The way we change you, period, from the inside, people feel worthy after that. They know, you know what I mean? We don't like lazy sitting around like, what are you doing? Like, nah. Yeah, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, that's one thing with Scorpios that people also don't realize. Because it's like Capricorn is like, they're very showy with the work. And they're like, I've yes. got to wake up at 7 a.m. And yep. I work 70 hours a week and Scorpio's like I hired people to do yeah. this so I can sleep in and then I'll wake up and then I make money in my sleep <laughs> and then you know it's like it's just like it's a it's working smart but we're also not lazy like it's different it's a different work ethic and it's more hardcore like even like like Anna Wintour is a famous Scorpio oh, yeah. Hillary Clinton is a famous Scorpio and Anna Wintour also gets the vibe like she's a bitch da, da, da. it's like but you're reading her magazine she's you're watching ripple we got the same birthday. She is on point and she keep her business to herself. You never hear her messy out in the streets, talk falling all over. You know what I'm saying? She got her quiet power and people know not the F with her, don't they? They can say whatever they want. Go bust up in Vogue and start running your mouth and they, and they pop it. <laughs> people talking shit, but y'all showing up to the Met Ball. That's right. And she got it. You got to get her invite. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of power. There's a lot of power behind it. A lot of power, especially the women. Especially especially the women. And if you get a Scorpio couple, you move out the way. So I like Scorpio men. You know, and right now I'm dating, so I can see the difference with these men when I go out. You know, I like the power dynamic, honey. You you like a little bird? It's a wrap. It's a wrap. No, like if you're going to be with a Scorpio, you can't be wanting like, yeah, like a meek little bird because it's, it's just not happening. <laughs> it's right. just not- but there's a lot of people who like that. They like to. Yeah. I don't know. It's not me. I can't. You got to be large. You got to be bigger than life. Not sh- in a showy way, but in here, like I know, you know what I mean? Like that energy. People just scatter like roaches. You just come right on in and do what you need to do and have resources and no contacts. It's very important that you, that you have the type of power that if someone, something happens, like, you know, who to call, you know, like you can, you know, who to reach for. you got powerful. Not boss. Not, not bums, you know, not bum. Let me call JJ. No. (laughs) Come over real quick and fix my refrigerator. No, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you mean. Oh, I yeah. You got a problem? Problem solved, honey. Yeah. He's dead. He's dead. Done. Yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> well, where is your book sold? Where can people purchase it? Um, they can get all of my books. Um, Dating Scorpio Rise from the Ashes. I'm not crazy at scorpiosunscorpiomoon.com if they're in New York City. Shanti on East 14th, Quest on East 53rd. This fall, uh, my books will be everywhere. They'll be all of the U.S., they'll be in Europe, they'll be in Canada, you can go to the Caribbean, 
Um, and so I'll kind of announce when, you know, people can just go in any bookstore and be like, oh, do you have any Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon books? And then they can just get them that way. My new one I'm going to announce, um, which is a whole book of affirmations, healing with affirmations. So I had to put them in there. I use affirmations heavily. Like as soon as I wake up, my mouth starts moving before my eyes even open. And I'm all about that. And I want to share how people can change their lives through changing their self-concept and their beliefs about themselves so they can project the image and everything can form. So we're working on that now. It should be out by Scorpio season or my birthday or somewhere around there. Um, before I leave the country, I'm going on a spiritual trip for the whole winter. And oh, where? Yeah, um, I'm going to Cuba and then I'm going to, uh, since Trinidad is right there, I'm going to take a trip to Trinidad and then I'm going to work on my documentary um, be on the beach running every day and, you know, talking to a lot of people there about, um, spirituality and things like that. So it's going to be beautiful. And so, yeah, that's, that's what we got going on. <laughs> and where can everyone find you on the internet? I am on YouTube, um, Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon. Also I have a podcast channel. I kind of go into extensive stories. I'm going to be talking about, um, I just spoke about the Nia Long situation because she's a sun and moon like me. And um, Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, sun and moon, and she just got rid of a Leo, the big scandal. I mean, you heard about oh, that? I, oh, I heard about that. So uh, we just went into that. We're going to talk more about, you know, this Corey Hardwick situation. That's the place where I kind of purge. I also have a lifestyle and beauty channel called No Makeup Media where I talk about being fabulous without the coverage. Yes, I didn't wear any. <laughs> <laughs> without feeling the need, like being, and I tell people what I eat and I talk about my diet and I talk about just different things that, you know, taking off the mask. That's what we can take, peeling off the mask. If I don't come on the YouTube loaded up, they don't need to either. You know, that's all self-concept though. It really is. It's kind of like believing that you need to do something. So they can find me there. I'm on Instagram, newly on Facebook. And um... amazing. Thank you so much for joining us. Everyone, please check out Scorpio Sun, Scorpio Moon, especially if you are a Scorpio. And we will see you on the next podcast episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Black Moon Lilith Rising podcast. I invite you to discover LilithAstrology.com and sign up for email to receive my free guide, An Alchemist's Guide to Black Moon Lilith. Until next time.